you can fail at doing something that you don't really like to do very much. So when I was in the bank, I could have stuck with it and I still could have failed. I still could have had yeah. quite a very average, mediocre career, not really progressed it in terms of a, a, a career development, because um, you just stayed in that box office. So a lot of people think that it's risky to strike out. It's risky to, to, to take a chance on their idea. Um, but actually, it's, it's also risky just staying where you are because you can fail at doing something you don't like to do very much. Mm. So you might as well take a chance on doing what you like. Welcome to another episode of the Art of Kings podcast show, a show dedicated to helping men become all that they are. As always, I'm your host, Sean Stevens, and today I'm joined with a special guest, who I will announce in a moment. But first, be sure to follow the podcast if you're not followed already. Turn on those notifications so that you can be notified every time we release an episode. We release valuable content every single Tuesday, and I would not want you to miss a single episode. So without further ado, my special guest today, co-founder and CEO of Magic, Baron Bennett. Baron, how you doing, bro? How you doing, Sion? So good to uh, to be here, and uh, thanks a lot for inviting me on. Yes, absolutely, bro. Absolutely. When we connected, I was like, I gotta have you on the podcast, man. Like, <laughs> I saw immediately, like, I, I was looking into all of your, you know, because obviously it's more than just uh, magic at this point, right? Uh, founding Hubble and the unhoused and everything. So it's like so many different things we could talk about. I love just talking with founders and creators, yeah. and, and and you have, you know, quite the story to tell, which we're gonna jump into. I'll do my best. So yeah, we're going to jump into it, man. And because, you know, it's so important to talk about these things, right? Because when somebody like sees, you know, the, the, the commercial success that you, you know, achieved with, with magic, which for anybody watching (laughs) the video can see, could see it in the background on your screen right now. (laughs) But, um, but it's so important that we talk about, you know, the story and the journey leading up to it. So I'll let you take the floor, man. You could just talk about your, your journey and your background up to, you know, uh, founding your company magic. Yeah, I mean, it's been quite a journey. Um, I was once upon a time, I, I used to work in a bank, um, actually in New York, funny enough, I was in New York for a year, oh, wow. I worked in, in Manhattan and your side of the world. Yeah. Um, and I it was like the first job I took uh, out of uh, university. And, um, you know, I was sitting there at my desk. And I must have been about 23 or 24. Um, in this sort of investment bank on this on this huge kind of floor with all these people working behind their cubicles and um, behind their screens. And I kind of just sat there thinking, like, is this all life's going to be now? You know, I've, I've spent my whole childhood working, go to school, and then you do your exams, you pass, you go to university. You know, that's, that's, a, that's a nightmare as it is, just getting out of into university and getting out of it with a with a, with a good, good enough degree that might mean something. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, landed into the first job and I'm sort of sitting there thinking, you know, is this all life's really gonna be now for the next 50 years? Yeah. And I heard this quote around then, which was uh, many people die at 25, but they're not buried till they're 80. Mm-hmm. And I was about that age, I was about 23, 24. And I sort of had a bit of a quarter life crisis at that point because I was sort of sitting there thinking, like I want to, you know, I, I, I feel like I'm, I'm dying. I had all these creative 
ideas when I was younger, all these visions and dreams of things I wanted to do and become. And it's all amounted to me just sitting at this bloody desk here where I've got a screen and, and a mouse and a keyboard. And that's literally all I'm, all I'm going to do is just push paper in a box office. So I left um, the bank, I came back to London and started, I, I managed to land a job with a, with a startup, a tech, tech company. And this was, this was like 20, late 2013, early 2014. And in, in the UK, there was no real tech scene at this point, right? I mean, I think even, even America was getting a little bit more mature, but, but in, in the UK, there was no kind of, uh, there was no, like, people knew, I think, Facebook, and that was about it. <laughs> there was no other <laughs> yeah. companies out there, right? So I managed to get a job at a, uh, a startup. I worked for free. I, I said, look, I don't want to, um, I don't want any money. Just, I just want to learn. Right. Um, and obviously I was young. I didn't have, you know, many, de- any dependents. So I was, you know, able to, to, to work for free for a little bit of time. So I became this intern in this small startup called Hubble. It was, it was like three of us at the time. And I basically stayed with them through uh, literally just almost from founding all the way through to um, we, I think we were doing like a series B round of investment when, when I left. So it was like, we'd done about 10 million um, in venture capital. We mm-hmm. grew to a team of about 60 people. Um, and it just became a really mature business. And, yeah. and, um, and, and then finally I, I realized that, you know, ultimately I wanted to start my own thing and, 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 you know, escape and, and do that. Um, and I can tell you that story about how magic came to be. Um, but in a, in a nutshell, that's, that's how I, I got into tech and, and I guess in a, in a way defined my own purpose and, right. um, realized where I was struggling. And, um, I kind of made that breakaway early on. Um, yeah. whereas, you know, now I'm 32 and I see some of my friends who are kind of only going through that transition. Now they're kind of like, Hmm, maybe there's something more that I should, you know, go and do with my life than, than right. just, just this. Right. Uh, that's exactly what, like, that's exactly what what we would like to, you know, impress upon all of our listeners, right? And and you know, it sounds like you had that breakthrough at such a, you know, at an early age. And and it's so interesting because we have so we actually had another episode with a with a mindset coach, Christopher Daniels. See that actually also from the UK. And he was just speaking about how life is, you know, so like regimented and like we we have such like a society has such a path like you know yeah. set for, for us and you know we we grow up so structured with school university job and that's why you like like that quote you're saying like you know we die at like 25 but we're not buried until we're like 80 because we're going through this you know we're going through this structure but it's like is this like fulfilling is this what i want to do and and so many of us don't have that that breakthrough and realizing you know what like forget this like i need to go for you know what 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 my purpose is, I need to find, you know, my passions, my purpose and, and really just live, you know, a more impactful life. Um, and, you know, just be the yeah. person I know I'm, I'm, I'm meant to be. And that's huge. Sure. And that's huge, man. So I'd love to talk about, you know, uh, your journey founding magic, because I think that that's huge. And, and that's another relatable, uh, journey for a lot of our listeners and, and a lot of people, you know, with, of course, that first uh, story of finding your passion and finding your purpose, sure. uh, but but the story of magic, you could just jump straight into that. Yeah. So with with magic, so uh, as I was saying, I was working at this company Hubble, which I which I helped uh, essentially found as one of the founding team members, and 
you know, during that growth journey, I think I was there for about five years. I, it was very intense. Like as I think startups in the early days are just really, really fast moving, intense, but very exciting as well. Right. Like I always felt very fulfilled when I was there and, um, it, you know, I wouldn't get the Sunday scaries as I used to do working in like a corporate, corporate bank. <laughs> but, um, along that way, I, I ended up putting on a lot of weight when I was, uh, working there. So I, I, uh, had horrible food habits, which were like a hangover from university. So I, you know, ate way too many burgers. I drank way too much whiskey. Um, so this is like, you know, mid twenties. And, um, and I didn't really know anything about exercise. I'd never been into like a set foot in a gym, to be honest with you. I'd never lifted a weight. Yeah. I found it too intimidating and scary. Um, and I was ballooning, man. I couldn't get a day. I was ballooning out of control. Um, and someone said to me like you need to control this because in the years to come you're gonna you know you're gonna have serious health problems and you know my family i have hereditary um health issues like with diabetes and other things and i could just see like as i was edging towards 30 i was like i'm only on a one-way i'm literally on like a one-way roller coaster right now and it's only going down so I enrolled in a personal training program uh, here in London. It was a, it's a, a gym in central London. And over the course of about four months, I ended up losing like 25% of my body fat. Um, it was like one of these crazy uh, transformations, the sort of thing you'd probably see in like a magazine, right? Yeah. And, and it was mad because I was never the sort of person that would ever go into a gym. I, I didn't, I didn't have a clue how to lift the dumbbells. And, um, you know, I ended up going through this crazy transformation. Um, when I went through that process, the, the thing that stuck out to me the most was everything we're doing here with this personal trainer I've got, it's very like manual, it's very one-to-one. There's no kind of like automation or uh, technology which is helping automate or augment this whole experience. There's no data. And um, I was working in a, you know, a tech company at the time. So all the time I was just thinking about like, Oh, this is a bit old fashioned. There's just a man standing here with a clipboard and pen, you know, <laughs> manually counting my reps and giving me fe- yeah. verbal feedback. There's no like, like data involved or any technology. Right. So that was, I guess, the seed of the idea where I was like, well, I've had this great experience and, and transformation with my health, but it's not really accessible. It's, you know, I've got to come to this specific place, specific time got to meet this human being who's going to have to stand there next to me for an hour doing all these things, you know, three times a week. Uh, it's very expensive as well. Yeah. I was about to throw that in, man. That's, that's you. Yeah. super expensive. Yeah. Right. It's very really expensive. I mean, personal training is never, never really um, cheap anywhere. No. Um, let alone in central London. And then, so then um, I was like, well, there has to be a way we can automate this whole thing, perhaps using, you know, a mixture of software and hardware, Um, and perhaps a mixture of AI as well. And so myself and um, one of my colleagues who was at Hubble at the time, uh, we we both left and um, essentially started building what is is now um, Magic. So Magic is essentially uh, the UK's first AI personal trainer. So what it is, is it's a beautiful wall mirror that you put up in your home. Um, When it's off, it just, uh, I mean, you'll see it behind me if you're watching the video, but when it's off, um, it just looks like, the sort of thing you might buy from uh, the furniture store for your for your home. You might put it up in your wardrobe or somewhere, um, or dressing room. And then when you turn it on by the by the button in the corner, you suddenly get this this hologram that appears in the in the mirror, and you can essentially follow one on one 
uh, a series of classes, uh, programs, workouts that are devised particularly towards your your goals and aims. Where things get really, really interesting is there's a, like an AI camera built into the top. And when you're working out, you actually get live feedback into how you're doing. So it will count your reps in real time. It will correct you when you're doing it wrong. So if you're you know, your bum needs to be low or your back needs to be straight yeah. or your arms need to be higher. It will actually come up on screen saying, you know, go higher or, uh, you know, Absolutely. bend your knees to 90 degrees or whatever the feedback is. Yeah. Um, and it will actually give you, you know, real data into your range of motion. It will give you a percentage score, uh, your positioning, um, your calories, of course. And at the end, you actually get a score into your form quality. So um, in other words, everything's powered by data and um, you basically get this, this awesome, a bit like playing a computer game. You do it, yeah. You literally play, do the workout, and at the end, you get all your scores and stats. And um, yeah, it's pretty. It's a pretty awesome experience that that we've built um, for yeah. people. Yeah, bro, it's so dope. Like you know, I was looking all into the company obviously before our meeting. Uh, the story behind it, all the things you know on the website and everything. I absolutely love it. You know, like for me, obviously with my you know my workout journey, uh, I've worked out my entire life, and it's always been it's always been at a gym. But mm-hmm. more recently, uh, with days that I'm so busy that I can't find the time, like I, now I prioritize going to the gym and, and getting my workout in no matter what. But there's definitely been days where I'm like so like uh, so booked with like my calls and everything that like I just can't get to the yeah. gym. And uh-huh. and and those like those days have really like helped me tap into like the the, the benefits of the at home working out because like I can always now just like go down to my basement and like get a quick at home workout but that was something that I never really like mm. was into before you know before my workload got as crazy as it is now and so I just wanted to throw that in man because it's 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 I love you know what awesome. you got over at Magic it's it's so dope bro <laughs> great great thanks yeah, so much. <laughs> so I just want to I want to jump into to to some of this to some of this value man like with so as I'm hearing your story, I'm hearing like a couple of different things. So for one, you know, that breakthrough with finding your passion and 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 building these, you know, building these companies and losing all this weight and everything, like right when we speak about it on a podcast, it seems like so, it seems so quick, right? Like for all of our listeners, they're like listening and they're thinking like, oh yeah, found the company, you know, lost uh, like 20% body fat. <laughs> Like all of this, man. But like, no, there's so much that goes into it. Like this takes years of dedication. It takes it takes mindset changes, like changing in your in your in your ways of thinking. And so I just want to get into some of those, man. Like for me, I know that I know that, you know, once I started to get serious about uh, my company Beyond Athletics, once I got serious about the podcast, all of these things, like I had to incorporate non-negotiables in my life like mm, these are things mm. that i i have to do no matter what every single day every single week these are things i won't tolerate anymore these are the kinds of you know people that i, I refuse to be around these are the type of people that i want to be around more um just a bunch of things in my life that i, I had to like say like no more of this or you know more okay. of this. and so i just wanted to hear from you if there's like anything even with like your thinking and your mindset uh you know from the time from the moment you got serious about your journey, what are some things that like were maybe some non-negotiables in your life or some big changes in your thinking that, you know, led to your success, uh, you know, your current success? Yeah. uh, Great question. 
Um, and I and I actually think that a lot, for a lot of people, uh, a lot of entrepreneurs and, and founders, I think a lot of those things, those non-negotiables, I, I think a lot of them come to the come to themselves like instinctively, but they don't really know that that's what's happening. But actually, yeah. that is what's happening behind the scenes. Um, one of the things I do is is um, I have to prioritize exercise, and not just because uh, I have to walk the talk with the brand, but um, that that one hour I, I do every morning or every other morning um, is just so important because it sets you up for the rest of the day, right? You get up, you get some blood pumping, your head is not like submerged in social media and emails straight away. It's, it's in taking care of yourself, right? So the first thing for me is you wake up and you prioritize yourself um, mm -hmm. more than anything. You, you get out of bed, you don't check your social media, you don't check your emails. Um, you know, you brush your teeth, you go and do a workout um, yeah. and have a, have a black coffee, you know, that's yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I think prioritizing yourself is really, really important. And that extends to, um, being ruthless with your time and, and, and taking holidays and breaks. So it's very, very important to prioritize like those time, that time out. Um, yeah. so I recently took, I think only maybe the second holiday I've done in the last year, um, like last month. Um, in fact, I think when you first messaged me, I was away actually. So, um, oh. but it was like so important to, um, take that time to just, you know, recover, reflect, um, spend it with your loved one or whoever. And like, it was non-negotiable that, um, because I think a lot of founders get, get hung up on not taking that time out for themselves. Right. Um, and, and then, you know, burnout is a real thing. It happens. Yeah. Um, it creeps up on you. So, um, as I said, you're prioritizing yourself. And then the final thing on that is like, there will be times when friends call me out on the weekend and they're like, Oh, let's, you know, go out to a bar or let's, you know, let's, let's go to this place. And, um, as much as I, I will do my best to keep in touch and make sure, um, that, you know, I'm constantly keeping my relationships alive. Um, I, I do feel like I've got to that point where I'm like, is this going to end up, you know, if I go out and have a few drinks or whatever, and then I wake up the next morning and I'm still suffering or I'm still, you know, I, I, I'm totally in a different headspace. Is this going to have like an effect on me for two days afterwards? Because I've basically spent too much time um, focusing on the wrong thing and, um, you know, not given enough time to, to, to prioritizing my work. Um, because sometimes I can fall into trap of thinking it's a weekend, might as well just go out and spend it with my friends because it's a yeah. weekend. But, but you know, ultimately if you're CEO, you're the captain of your own ship, you have to prioritize, uh, your, what's really important at the moment. Um, right, right. and, and that's really how it goes. Yeah, bro. Like, so I love everything you just said and I completely agree. Like these are, these are things that we have to really be more conscious about as, you know, people who are aspiring to do great things. Uh, one of the main, one of the main themes that I'm hearing with what you're saying is one being ruthless about guarding your time and how you spend your time and also prioritizing your, your, your personal health, not just in, in fitness or, or something like that, but even like with your break time that you said was non-negotiable. Like I had, yeah, to break. Yeah. I had to do that. And that balance is is key, man. And that's something that I've, you know, that I've learned kind of the hard way by, you know, experiencing yeah. burnout a few different times and and yeah, yeah. 
you know, just overworking myself because I'm like, this is my schedule. I have to do this every single week. And so I never really incorporated break times, especially when like growing beyond athletics. Uh, I never really incorporated break times. And so every single week I was like, I got to do this every single morning. I'm up at 6 a.m. I'm not going to sleep like 10 doing all of this. And, and, you know, break time was never something that I really, you know, incorporated. And for a lot, for a lot of us, that's not something that we do, but you know, it's so important that we incorporate good break time. We incorporate, you know, getting our exercise in, prioritizing ourselves, yeah, things, and being intentional about every single thing that we do, everything that's on our schedule. Like break time for me is now all my schedule. Like, and I'm so serious. Yeah. Like, I'll have a hard stop at like 6 p.m. It's yeah. like okay, after that, nice. I'm done. Like, there's no, nice. there's nothing else, man. And so that's huge. And and you know, I just wanted to add that because. Love everything that you just said, man. It's it, it's really huge, and I want our listeners to really, you know, take you know, if not if, if anything, you know, take a couple of those things away because it could really impact your life in a in a really positive way. And so, yeah, yeah, bro. So so for my next for my next question, next thing I kind of want to jump in is is kind of with where you're at right now, man. Like with all the things that we just said, and and all the the non negotiable things that you've thrown in, what can you say how has it impacted you for you know right now like where you're at right now with everything that you know that you've achieved and all of these non-negotiables that you've had in your life how has that just impacted you as a man how would you say that you know what are some things that you're able to do now that you've done that you know you might have never as that 24 year old sitting you know sitting at the desk in New York might have never thought like you know these are some things that I would be doing. Like, I'm sure you, I'm sure there's a, a few different things, but, you know, just, just to kind of impress upon our listeners, uh, uh-huh. what are some things that, you know, that you're able to do now that, you know, you might've never thought. Uh, I mean, it's funny. Yeah. When you're a founder, you're thrown in the deep end from day one. Like, first of all, I think just going to like, we, we did our first round of investment last year. Um, like a, like a small venture capital round. And I think putting yourself out there to, um, to get investment, you got to, you know, put together a deck and send it. And you have to really be in a very, um, you're really putting yourself on the line in this really vulnerable place where you're probably going to get, in fact, the odds are against you whenever you're like trying to raise an investment. Um, if you're going to approach, if you want to just get one or two, you can't just approach one or two. You have to approach like a hundred or fifty at least. Um, so you already know that you're setting yourself up for rejection, and dealing with rejection was the like one of the hardest things for me to really come to terms with. Because first of all, it's your own business. It's your baby. It's your idea. You've spent hours and hours on it. So you're so invested in your own idea. And the, uh, and, and the concept of some, some random dude over email, you know, rejecting your idea and rejecting you is just so hard to not take that personally. Yeah. So the first thing I did is I learned how not to take things personally. The first few rejections I got, I took really personally. I, I drilled yeah. off an email back. Uh, oh, but you didn't consider this, you, you know, you, you didn't, have, did you not see our demo? Did you not, <laughs> have you not, um, and, you know, ultimately I um, realized that you, you can't take these things personally in life because um, 
and because and, and this is something I've learned perhaps from a lot of amazing, uh, inspiring people over in the states, uh, in in your side of the world. Um, whenever you hear the story of some of the most like famous actors and athletes, they always say one thing, which is it only took like one big break for them to make all the difference in their life. It was just one thing, like one meeting. Uh, you know, perchance they met someone in a lift. It was like one phone call, whatever it was, a friend of a friend of a friend who who heard about them. And suddenly that set them up for the rest of their life. Right. And I realized that if you get so personal and so touchy over every single rejection, um, you know, you're going to find it very hard to to really get anywhere. Yeah. Um, and so I, I had to keep at the front of my mind that it only takes that one person to say yes to to kind of back your idea and believe in you um that that then you know it can change the course of of your entire trajectory and and actually that is sort of what happened because i had a couple of investors who said um you know what we don't really get this whole thing you're trying to build with this ai mirror thing but we believe in you and you clearly you know got experience in 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 tech and blah 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 so they th- they threw me like a thousand a thousand pounds or, or I guess it's like twelve hundred dollars whatever, um, and it's a small small check. But those first couple of checks that came in, it's like, damn, people actually believe in me. Um, yeah. And then that grew into a you know a larger check, and eventually we found some more big angels who who uh, were like major kind of angels, and then next thing at the next thing two two big VC funds came in. Um, and if I, you know, looking back on it, if I got so, um, hung up on those initial rejections and, and took the, took it so personally, I don't think we would have made it to the end of the tunnel, um, with the success that was later to come. Um, so I think, I think that's really important for anyone, not just in business, but anything you're, you're trying to pursue, which is it only takes one or two swings of the bat to, to, Mm. to basically hit it out the park. Um, so the 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 more times you the more times you try to swing uh the more chance you have of success but you can't take it personally each time you you know you you, you miss or or uh, you know you fail because uh it's it's a numbers game ultimately and i think i think life is really a numbers game yeah yeah and it's it's man there's so many people who you know i've heard say entrepreneurship is one of the greatest forms of personal development yeah. And, and it's so true, man, just hearing all the things that, you know, you're saying that you've gone through the things that you've had to learn, uh, ultimately helping to shape you into, you know, the man that you are today uh, and just ultimately being able yeah. to more, more impact and everything. And so all these things is huge. I love the I love the consistency. Number one, like for me, that's something that is like so huge in 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 my life and something that I wanted to make sure that no matter what like I stayed consistent like with everything that I do because I think there's so many people who who with an idea like magic or or something else like that right they'll get turned off by the initial rejections mm-hmm. or by not getting the things that they want and they'll kind of like just jump to the next idea or jump to the next mm-hmm. thing and and they'll just keep jumping and and I, I saw this graphic actually on it was either on LinkedIn or or Instagram. It was somewhere. And it was so it was like a graph showing like 
the difference between consistency and the difference between like just idea hopping. And it was like one arrow was like going all the way up. And then it was like versus a couple of different arrows that just went like, like not that high at all. And, and that resonated with me because I was just nice. like, like it, you know, it's, it's huge. It's so important to, to, to remain consistent. So I love mm -hmm. everything that you're saying. And, yeah, uh, actually you've reminded me of uh, something, um, you know, which I, which I was thinking about a while ago, which is, uh, you know, I, I thought I was building my startup, but actually I've realized, you know, a year, two years into it, it's the startup that's building me. Mm -hmm. And um, your point about, you know, it's, it's entrepreneurship is the greatest form of uh, personal development. It's so true yeah. uh, because most entrepreneurs don't realize actually it's, it's the startup that's building them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, for real, man. Like it's, it's, like even like what you just said, right? To maintain, to 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 maintain or to be that person that your company needs, that your you know your family needs, that your dependents need, all of these things. To maintain that, you have to be a high performer yourself. Like you have to make sure you get that workout in every day. Because if you don't get that workout in every day, you can't be the leader who leads your company to their next milestone or you know who leads their family or who who does this that and a third and so having these high level goals are are the things that drive us man they're 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 so important and and like you said man they they build us in many in many ways and that's sure, so sure. so with that being said man if you just if i think we touched on so many great topics and ideas if you have anything that you you know want to leave the the listeners with maybe any list any of our listeners who might be going through some of the same sort of struggles that you said you were going through, yeah. you know, before, uh, you know, and, and, and really just want to start following their passions and just diving oh. into it completely. Anything that you could leave with them before we, before we close out. Yeah. Uh, so I think, I think it's, it's a simple, it's a simple line, which is, and, and this is something I, I came to realize because for, for, you know, at the beginning of the, of the, of the podcast, I mentioned how I spent like, a few years in the bank and then five years building another startup called Hubble um, where I wasn't, I wasn't the founder myself. And one thing which I didn't touch on is, is, and this is probably something a lot of your listeners are, are probably thinking is it's, it's scary to strike out and take that leap of faith to launch your own company. Um, I mean, you've been through it. I've, I've now I've been through it and it's, it's, you know, there's all these uh, crazy stories of rejection as we, as we spoke about, there's all these, um, uh, fear of the unknown, fear of uncertainty that you're gonna that you're gonna come across. And my my big bit, bit of advice, which I want to leave um, the listeners with, is you can fail at doing something that you don't really like to do very much. So when I was in the bank, I could have stuck with it, and I still could have failed. I still could have had yeah. quite a very average, mediocre career, not really progressed it in terms of a uh, 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 career development. Um, cause you just stayed in that box office. So a lot of people think that it's risky to strike out. It's risky to, to, to take a chance on their idea. Um, but actually it's, it's also risky just staying where you are because you can fail at doing something you don't like to do very much. Mm. So you might as well take a chance on doing what you love. Mm. And that's really the, the point I want to, I want to leave is, is, you know, you can fail at doing something you don't like to do very much. So take a chance on doing what you love. Um, and 
you don't want to spend the rest of your life wondering what what if, right? So right. that's that's the best best bit of advice I can give. Yeah, I love that, bro. And it's it, I've never even thought about something like that. Like that's crazy, but I think that that will give value to you know so many of our listeners and and hopefully help some of them make that leap uh, in whatever it is. Maybe if, even if it's not entrepreneurship or founding their own company, but anything that they're you know hesitant about doing, jump into it, man. Because like you said, you don't want to be that person wondering what if. Yeah. Yeah, that's huge man sure. so with that being said if you can just leave some of uh the places that they can find you uh find magic everything uh let our listeners know and uh i'll leave everything in the description so that they can check it out yeah cool so magic is uh, our, our url is literally uh magic.fit f-i-t uh super simple uh our instagram is is literally at magic uh dot fit so magic d-o-t f-i-t uh and you can get get me on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, my name is Varun Banot, um, and I think Sign will put the links up there. So yeah, feel free to reach out, and um, you know, more, always always happy to shoot, um, you know, answer questions for people or give advice over email or LinkedIn or whatever. Um, yeah, just hit me up there. Awesome, man. Awesome, man. And so with that being said, that concludes today's episode of the Art of Kings Podcast Show. Peace, Art of Kings family. Thank you for listening to today's episode. As a listener of the Art of Kings podcast show, we ask that you do three things to help us further our mission and reach as many men as possible. First, if you feel it is appropriate, please leave us a five-star review as it would greatly help with our ratings and help to get the podcast out to more people. Second, if you don't already, please follow us on Instagram at underscore Art of Kings underscore. That is the official community for the Art of Kings podcast show where you can interact with other listeners of the podcast and receive special updates about future guests as well as future episodes. Finally, please send the podcast directly to three people who you feel could benefit from our messages. The Art of Kings is a movement intended to help us men become all that we were meant to be, all that our families need us to be, and all that the universe calls us to be. If you find our episodes valuable, please send the podcast over to three people with the hopes of spreading the message and furthering the movement. With that being said, I hope you enjoyed today's episode, and we'll see you next week. Peace. I'm